0: Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I'm thrilled that you have joined us today. It's always great to have you. Today we will continue looking at finding peace. Finding peace. James 2 1 says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of God, with respect of persons. Prejudice is real, and it's a horrible thing. It's horrible to find prejudice in The secular world, and it's particularly horrifying to find it in the church. Prejudice destroys peace and goodwill in a very quick fashion. I firmly believe the gospel can tear down those suspicions and prejudice individuals may have. God's plan involves all men, no matter their creed, color, language, and whatever other list you might put together. You know, at the foot of the cross, Uh, The wealthy bows, as does the lowly beggar, black, white, Native American, Hispanic, Asian, India, uh, all who believe uh, in Jesus Christ as Lord and and Savior, uh, become brother and sister. Everyone will bow. We're all, we We're co-equal when we accept Christ as Savior. We're co-equal in the forgiveness, the family inheritance, and everlasting life in Jesus Christ. I think it's only natural to see local churches be international in the makeup. Now, I know some uh, churches in more rural areas might not have uh, you know, four or five different nation- nationalities in their church because there's just that group of people, maybe farmers or uh, myself growing up in Newfoundland and fishermen. There, there wasn't too many fishermen coming from Europe to fish in Newfoundland and vice versa from Asia. They didn't come to live there. So, I mean, I know every place is different, but the church should definitely represent the world. This unity and equality of person was revolutionary in Jesus' time. Jesus was saying, everybody's the same. Everyone, we all come from the same blood. We, we, we're one blood. And the Lord was asking his fellow followers to think and treat the Gentiles, the women, the poor, in a different way that they had grown up with and how they've been taught. Paul the Apostle described the influence of the gospel on on a major prejudice of his day, the oneness of Jews and Gentiles. Uh, This this information, this belief was earth-shattering. It impacted that day and age, and it impacts us today. Paul wrote in Ephesians 2, verse 14, For he is our peace, who have made both one. And it broke down the middle wall partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make himself of twain one new man so making peace. We need to remember prior to the relationships of Jews and Gentiles in the Jewish temple Jewish uh, and Jesus day there was a wall that separated the outermost court and that court was called the court of the Gentiles. From the inner court, no one could go in but Jews. And that, This was not a formality. You might go to, to a shopping mall and see someone say, okay, sign on the door says uh, staff only. And you'll see someone going in there that you know is not staff. Listen, if any Gentile was found past that wall, they would be put to death. This was not a simple little sign. This was for real. That wall was called for by the Mosaic law, so it would be easy to assume God was prejudiced against the Gentiles, but God was not. Uh, God made it clear, in his plan was to use Israel to bring blessing to the whole world. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and, I, and thou shalt be blessed. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee, and in these shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God reminded the Jewish people over and over and over and over, lots of times. Uh, he had chosen them. And they, he didn't choose them because they were more attracted to him. You know, he wanted them to serve him. They weren't better than anybody else. But he had a plan for them. And God initiated choosing Israel as a witness of the true Jehovah. There are not to be prejudiced between Jewish people and Gentiles and Gentile people with Jewish people. Unfortunately, at that time period, the Jewish people failed to understand uh, how undeserving they were of the love and, and the to being chosen by God. And they developed some kernel attitudes towards the Gentiles. You know, in the Greco-Roman times, the time of Jesus walking on the earth, gentile life was cheap i mean cheap uh the gladiatorial contest that took place frequently it was a spectacle of blood and of death and it was used to entertain the masses it wasn't like just for the super elite though they were there it was the, those Colosseums were full you've probably seen the rome Colosseum on you know maybe on uh, some TV show, history show, you know, and and what's left of it there. I mean, that was used for death. Uh, immoral lifestyle was, was every day, the culture was was not nice. And, and then the tribes outside of the Roman Empire, they were just as depraved as the Romans were. There wasn't a uh, a good side here that lots of people had really bad uh, views of life. It was cheap. Christ established a new covenant, removing the wall, dividing the Jew and the Gentile, and brought them into unity in the church. The peace that Christ brought also removed the bias for deep and historic prejudices. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, neither is there male nor female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. That statement was massive. It removed another barrier in this time. And women were generally considered inferior to men. Not the same. Not working together. You're inferior. Girls from the wealthiest families were given inferior education on purpose. Women were treated poorly. Uh, Baby girls were not desired. And if a family had a baby girl and they didn't want it, they would often leave it outside the city walls. Abandoned. Defenseless. Against anything paul's statement that in christ men and women are accepted valued adopted into the family of god paul would continue to call for godly male servant leadership in the home and the church it was mentioned numerous times that men and women would uh, respect one another their co-heirs of the grace of life of the grace of god you know at this time of christ the justice system was very weak we we see things around us that make us very upset about the justice system in our country. And I don't, I'm i not going to argue with you. There's lots of things that need to be changed. But there was like no justice system compared to what we have. Class uh, Conflict between classes was prevalent. It was a horrible situation. James chapter 2 verse 1. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of God, with respecters of persons, for if you were come unto assembly, a man with a good gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him with, that weareth the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in good place, and say to the poor, Sit, stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are you not then partial in, yourso- uh, in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? James, again a book of very applicable Christianity, addresses this horrible situation. A poor person could expect very little respect. That individual uh, couldn't even take his freedom for granted. I mean, let's face it, we do do that in Canada today. We take our freedom for granted. Listen, in that time period, if that poor man came upon financial hard times or a famine, that poor man or woman or family might have to sell himself or a member of of the family, into slavery, just to get enough money to make it to the next month. Now there's no social safety net. It was tough times. And slaves outside of Jewish law had no rights. Uh, They could be abused, they could be killed at the whim of the owner, no one's going to say a word. Uh, Rebellious slaves often were condemned to living death in mines and galleys. Uh, the Declaration of Christ stood in a total contrast from the first century world. And, and James reminds us that we're family of equals and co-heirs with Christ. In Christ, all colors, rich, poor, men, women, young, old, educated, uneducated, are equal. We're loved and forgiven the same. We're accepted and set apart the same. Uh, we are dealt and gifted by the Holy Spirit the same. We are protected and provided for by God the same way. Ephesians four one. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, enduring endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. This is the kind of love God wants to share with all who would call him Father. He loves his woman as much as a man, a Gentile as much as a, a, a Jewish person, a person of color as much as a white, and so on. First John four nineteen. we love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? We can't be for the Lord and be against those he loves. And he loves everybody. He wants all people to come to him. He desires all would come as much as is in you we need to live peaceably among all men that's what romans 12:18 says and especially those who are of the household of faith uh, that's found in galatians chapter 9 verse number 10 it says as ye have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men especially unto them who are of the household of faith that's our job and that helps bring peace prejudice is not part of the plan of christ that's man's pride and there's so many other parts of it as well Uh, and we need to be looking to jesus we need to be living peaceable with all men we need to love men and women because jesus christ loves them doesn't matter how old young what kind of uh abilities they have the influence they might have or might not we need to love them because jesus christ loves them thank you for listening in today and i hope you've been encouragement in our next episode We'll, under, we'll examine how to overcome the temptation to discriminate. And I think it'll be a help to you. I hope you'll be there for that. Until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus. Bye for now.